Peter, I, I'm not having a good time. I don't think anyone's having a good time right now. Well, you know, I don't wish that on everyone else. But I really thought, after being, being home for a while and cherishing my family and then choosing to go back out on the road, that it would be like jumping back into a groove. And I think I kept a positive attitude the whole weekend. But thinking back on it and looking at where I am this week, and thank God for you, Peter, because I showed up and you nourished me. I'm continually nourishing over here. You you have done this for me many times in over the course of our friendship. It's, it's everything comes in waves, and this is this is my turn to be on the other side of the wave. It is so nice to be nourished right now. I'm gonna try to stay in this. I'm not having the best day of my life. February twenty second, twenty twenty three. Not the best day of my life. Right. I've had many days. You could argue them. Ooh, those are pretty good days. That was a pretty sick day you had. Wow, what a day that was. These days, these are not going to be in the running for even... They're not going to be in the top, Peter. These are going to be IMDb-rated shows that are 5.8 or less. Okay? That's, uh, I'm going to keep the humor in this uh, to, to keep my, my spirit going through this. And people, don't worry out there. We're not having a little bit of a bad time. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's no. a good thing. Because you get to... Uh, and this is... I don't know if this is my Gemini thing or just I'm kind of a selfish little brat sometimes, but I don't often reflect and I don't mean that in a, like a, a philosophical sense, but like paying attention to everything going on. I just, it, if it's happening, it's happening and I'll deal with it later. Yeah. That's my spirit. Yeah. I need people around me that are like, Hey, what's up? And if you don't, then it's like it, the train keeps rolling, you know? So God bless you, Peter. I feel very nourished. Uh, I have all my supplies here. I have the best pizza plate of all time. You said hot or cold on the pizza. I said cold, of course. And now it is perched on my purple tie-dye Merce. And this weekend something happened physically to my Merce, and we'll get to it. And I'm not going to forget. And I think there were constant reminders through the weekend of like, hey, pal, this is, let's reassess and do this the right way. Do this, but do this the right way. And I'll just, I'll spoil it for you, because I think this will set us up. I have two keychains currently on my purple tie-dye Merce, which holds many items. One is a Lucid FC keychain, pretty cute. And the other is a G.I. Joe, but it's one of the bad guys. I don't know his name. I don't know any of the... Joes that are GIs. Uh, there's like a Cobra Commander. There's a Snake Man. Wait, I guess both of those are Snake Men. Uh, All I know is John that Cena was in the sequel. My friend that was really into them, he had the smaller ones because I know that's like a distinction between the GI Joes, the bigger ones or the smaller ones. Yeah. And he spilled milk all over them. Did he clean them? No. So they were just Milky Boys. They were Milky Boys. We didn't you know, play with those milky boys. Even to this day, I hold a standard that if the boys get milk on them, they got to go shower. You got to clean that milky boy. You can't just mm-hmm. keep playing with those action figures. I want to I want to point out that before this weekend, there was a Kikutaru keychain hanging on there. And it's him with his hands behind his back with his handcuffs and a little 
burglar outfit. What's the guy from McDonald's? The the hamburger? Hamburglar. Looking like a hamburglar. And it was a plastic piece. He gave it to me in Japan uh, after our match. Where neither of us, I think we took one bump each in the whole match. And everyone else that night was like, end of death match tour, let's eat up, yeah. And we were like, maybe no bump. <laughs> maybe tiny chairs. I went via Marta to the airport, as is typical. Got there in time for my flight. And I checked a bag. I had a carry-on. Check the merch. Bring the gear on the carry-on. You got to have that nearby if you can. If you can. I go through the same line as always. Same clear line. Right on through. Bag gets pulled. All right. Now, I bought the I brought the baby pink jacket out this weekend. And... It's a little fresher. I haven't worn it as much. So it's a little sharper, maybe. But the first lady pulled my bag. I said, hey, you know, I gave her the spiel. Hey, I wear it for a minute. I'm a performer. It's not a, she's looking at it. And she calls over the supervisor. He's looking at it. And he kind of gives me a nod, I thought. Not the case. There's a supervisor, supervisor. He supervises the supervisors. Now, you know how back and forth I've been on the TSA. I really try my best. I think it's nice a lot of y'all have a job. Maybe I need to go get a job. I'd probably be good at the TSA. I feel like we're both working through radical empathy. Yours is the TSA. Mine is Tom Cruise. It's just like little projects that we have. You're not legally required to have empathy for Tom Cruise. Did they get Miscavige yet? Uh, They... Effect, uh, basically, the Australian government did a thing where they said, even though we can't find him, he's technically served. Okay. Well, he's on a boat, y'all. Yeah, That's what they probably. do in the sea organization, mm-hmm. where they have child laborers running the boats. Because in Scientology, you're not a child. You're an adult spirit reborn into a, the body that has not developed yet. So get to work. Start mopping. I'm glad there aren't kid TSA agents, though, you know? Child labor is making a big comeback these days. Yeah. Uh, who knew the 1800s were the future of our country? But uh, I don't want child TSA agents. Maybe I do. Maybe they would have let it slide. That's a cool jacket, bro, and let me go, you know? Yeah. TSA kids. That's it. We're pitching it, all right? I need it to look like all the 90s, like the Bible for teens. For teens. It's for teens. Hey, guys, team meeting. Uh, no. The supervisor, supervisor decides, no way, man. You got to go check this thing. It's not getting through. And I'm, I don't want to, you don't want to be that guy, right? Like you feel like Gary Busey kind of, if you're like, this has gone through every airport in the United States and Japan and Canada and the UK. And I've had no issues. What is this? Even in this airport, hundreds of times, what is he? And I said, you know what? We're not arguing today. This is the same spot I was uh, detained and removed for having weed in my bag before. So now I'm taking the same walk of shame through the line. And I'm pissed about it, but I'm not showing it. I'm not selling because we're things happen. Peter, it's they fine. Do. We're out on the That's road. Fine. What a time! So after doing this, I get back through plenty of time. Get on the flight, go to Las Vegas. Now, how do you get to Las Vegas from Atlanta? Walking. Well, no. Usually, it's a nice direct. It, it wasn't a direct flight. I had to go to Los Angeles around a rainstorm, five and a half hours, and then wait an hour. And then also go on a flight to Las Vegas. Easy flight to Las Vegas. I've flown into Las Vegas a lot. Thought about it. Been going to Las Vegas since I was 17. I'm now 32. That's 15 years. It doesn't look great, Peter. 
you just look even greater. It's there's a I get it. We're post COVID. People are figuring it out. There's a UFC fight in town. Probably not the best measure of Vegas all the time, but it seems like it's uh, had a lot of nights. You know? Yeah. A little worn out. Yeah. And originally I thought I was staying at the All Suites Rio. This was not the case. <laughs> I was staying at the beautiful Four Queens Fremont downtown. Now, if you've been to Vegas, there's a strip, there's Fremont, there's some other places too. Uh, it's fine. I've been there a long time. There's street performers. There's the dancing DJ. You know about the dancing DJ? No. Well, she's a DJ, but not only. She also dances. And... When the dancing and the DJing are together, maybe both of them are not 100 on their own. Yeah. But together, holy, that's an act. She's been playing that street for years. Sometimes bands like Buck Cherry play on the Fremont Street. That was not the case this time. Uh, Have you seen Buck Cherry play? Yep. Wow. Yep. Uh, I have. Uh, there's a lot of acts. I also what was, saw. What was their song? Uh, I don't know. You're a crazy bitch, and you fuck so good, I'm on top of it. That's the one. I'm fucking you all night. Buck Cherry. Buck also Cherry. saw a Perry Farrell of Jane's Addiction one oh time. Oh, my God. Really weird. This is some real... Uh, Deep d- Vegas. Yeah. Listen. Uh, 90s alternative radio. <laughs> yeah, you're going to find it on it's Fremont like, Street. Listen to a lot of 99X. Back in high I would school. I would say Fremont Street is the 99X of Las Vegas or of America, really. You know, just they have a lot of rock festivals there. That's a deep cut for Atlanta people that have been here for at least ten years. It's the alternative. They got Five Finger Death Punch and Modest Mouse because I don't know somebody's got to play them. You know what I mean? I, I, to be fair, I did learn quite a bit of music from them because they used to do this thing called Sunday School, where it would be like a casual like Sunday radio show, but it'd be a guy just being like, this is all the music I fuck with for like six hours. Whoa. I didn't know about this guy. Yeah. This guy sounds cool. I used to play a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater and just listen. Oh, yeah. that was That's the soundtrack. Tony yeah. Hawk Pro Skater 1 through 3, that's the soundtrack. Go back and listen. All those bands are weird now. Or dead. I don't know. Yeah. Wrestling, music, what's the difference? Who knows? Right? Right. Does someone know? No. Gene Simmons definitely does not know. No. That tongue. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to be in a wrestling ring with him. he's a dick. Yeah, I mean, he's probably a horrible person, but also, like, when you're Gene Simmons from Kiss, you've literally been in a 40-year period of no one telling you no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want that. I don't need that. I want to wait in line. I don't want to... Uh, pay for groceries and want to, you know, pay for the movie ticket. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe I want everybody to pay for everything, but not be Gene Simmons. Yeah. We'll what see. are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the beautiful Four Queens Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. And did you meet all four? Well, I looked around and I said, "There's six of us. We're only supposed to have four queens." But that's they don't understand. They're all that's really young funny. and straight. I that's know, really but it's funny. I have to use the line here because I used it there and it didn't hit. And oh, I was like, I shit. trust this line. Give me a second here. I fought Jimmy Lloyd on his birthday. Who I got to the FSO arena and Jimmy Lloyd walked up to me next to Sabu, Legend of Deathmatch, and he said, "You want to do a no rope barbed wire?" And Peter, I really got to watch how much I appreciate absurdism because. Imagine watching someone since, you know, you know, the 90s doing all sorts of crazy hardcore shit. And he's, you know, 
he's a he's an old man now. He's done some good and some bad things. I get it. We're all human. His name's Sabu. S A B U. Okay. I just have to. I have no idea. I'll tell you off air about oh. a, tr- a trick I saw Sabu do that was one of the most incredible things of all time. Um, not the actor, not Sabu in the Magic Ring. I wish I wish it was Sabu in the Magic Ring. I mean, Sabu. I can't the- believe that exists. It works. Uh, first movie in 1937, Elephant Boy. Well, also a man of stage and screen, it seems. Uh, I want to see 1951's Savage Drums. Those drums. How long? Well, I want. I want to know the runtime and budget on that. Okay. Uh, savage Drums. <laughs> what if there was a drum that was savage? Would it attack back, or would 73 you? minutes. Wow. Wow. Okay. This, this wow. 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 I'm gonna have to get wow. my deviated septum fixed one day because it's a mess. Yeah. It makes me talk like this sometimes. But it'll be okay. I'm only getting it done once. I'm gonna retire. I'm gonna get my nose done. What a day this will be. Who knows when and where. I have to weirdly I'm totally you gotta type Sabu ECW. I, I can almost guarantee that I'm gonna get a message from Movie John after this, going like, "We did a whole review on yeah. this movie." You they didn't see love our, our five. My, one of my segment? favorite things about Movie John is the old movies that they go through. Yes. Like the Letterboxd is always like, "Here's some obscure thing from like stuff you didn't know existed." The pre-code era, and it's fascinating. I I uh, I am in the Movie John. The new mini zine. Yes. Talking about wrestlers in film. And I think you'll find a common thread in mine. Uh, it's hilarious. To me, it's hilarious. I hope you enjoy it. If you are a Movie John subscriber, there's all sorts of other stuff in there. I have to correct some misinformation because that's what I'm the best at. Uh oh. Um, related to Movie John. Uh, okay. So it's the new issue is up for pre order, it's not out yet. Okay. And Soon. Sunny Sunny Kissed is just Sunny on the Kiss. corner. Oh yeah, on the cover. Cover, not yeah. actually, not did not contribute. Like I said, hot them. Um. Yeah, that was that was. What yeah, I RJ City also contributed. Yes. Uh, RJ City, Allison, uh, your car is filthy. Your car is filthy, Allison. I can't. I can't. I don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. The host of Hey EW. We're here with Jeff Jarrett. Jeff, how are you? That's my RJ City. I'm going to get to the point here. Is that what he sounds like? Oh, of course. It's a very, uh, it's a a Northeastern, he refuses to say it's transatlantic. It's more, uh, it's an 80s sitcom side character uh, done uh, naturally, of course. We once had a match together that was canceled, uh, but there was a song and dance portion that ended with Suddenly Seymour. I figured we'd do it as a duet. That's really funny. That was his pitch. I love it. That's really funny. Uh, I agree to this dumb match. Now, I'm not going to get into the LA show too much. I did my run and I had my time. I said hello to Ron Funches, which was pleasant. Dimitri uh, Martin, also present at the LA show. Excuse me? I don't know. We're a hot, we're a hot item. Uh, wrestling's in. Wrestling's hot. We love it. Um, I do this no rope barbar match after standing outside of the FSW arena for so many hours. Turns out me and Jimmy probably should have just put the barbed wire up because it was everybody tried their best. I trusted the barbed wire too much. They said, don't trust that barbed wire. You said, don't trust anything pokey. I trusted it. Bad idea. Uh, 
my back is pretty cut up. I'll be fine. I'm still wrestling this Friday. Sean Henderson presents against Connor Claxton. Is that his name? Yeah, that's his name. And then Sunday, Monroe, North Carolina. It will be great. It will be a beautiful adventure. Uh, I've got a plan. Have you ever been to Asheville? Oh, yeah. Love Asheville. What's, yeah, what's the vibe there? Uh, very hippie. Uh, gay as in lesbian. A lot of drum circles. A lot of uh, marijuana consumption. Incense. I've been told multiple times in my life that I should live there, and I yeah. don't know whether to be insulted or flattered. Hardy or... folk music, uh, clogs possibly, crafts. See, I like, I like the the marijuana. I like the lesbians, and I like the witchcraft. But drum circles. Ew. I used to be a vegan, Peter, and I was a vegetarian for like five years. Oh shit! And me and my friend in high school would. Did you get uh, vegan for life tattooed on your? Yeah, yeah, yeah. VXV on the knuckles. XVX. Oh, sorry, sorry to those who who. Uh, what do you what do you call it? Observe. Sorry to those who observe. XVX. Uh, yeah, we used to drive the hour around. Well, it was an hour there, hour back from where I was living in Greenville. Me and my friend to get the veggie hot dogs. There was a sick hot dog place that had them in Asheville. Just Hell as yeah. a day trip, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's cool. Yeah, it's great. Orange Peel, cool venue. I saw Bright Eyes there at uh, the Civic Auditorium or something. I don't know, with my mom. Um, what tour? Uh, I don't know. It was Feist was opening, so whatever tour that was. Oh. He was hammered. This was long ago. Yeah. This I saw him. 2005? On... Okay. Was he? Was it the Casadega tour? Was he in all white? No. Okay. No, this was earlier and drunker. Okay. This was much he, less I planned. I mean, he was incoherent. Yeah, 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 okay. It could sing perfectly, but every time, like, he, he kept looking up, because it was at the Fox Theater, he kept looking up the ceiling and going, the fucking stars, man, they're coming out. He kept screaming about Pancake Mountain at our show, you know. You know how it is. Uh, good for him, you know. Yeah. It's it's like when they say uh, they, study, study drunk, test drunk. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's he's a state-dependent memory, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They He did one... Well, he didn't do it. Someone else did. Um, don't give him too much credit, I don't think. Um, they So, the beginning of the show, there's a screen on the back, and it's a video of a duck in a pond. Okay. The first song ends, and then you see hands and a digital camera. Like, it pulls back, and it was a camera on a person's hands over in the sound booth holding a digital camera that was playing a video of a duck. And then for the rest of the show, it was like interactive arts and crafts being done by someone while they're filming it over a table. So it was like they would draw, they would like cut things and put them together. It was really cool. Do you think that was a, they had to ask multiple times to be this or he, he was seeking this out. Could someone do some fucking video crafts live? Yeah. Or do you think they were like, we got this idea, and he's like, just just do it, I don't care. I think, just do it, I don't care. I That's the that. vibe Insistent I Insistent art, it gets places. Yeah. All right? And people don't like the attitude of it, but it gets places. Peter's really helped me along this week. i got to be honest, guys. It's incredible. Um, what was I getting at? Standing out in the cold all night, not mm-hmm. having a green room, really, and then just going into a suffering of a match. If you watch when I get in the match, I... Look down at Ref Scarlet, who's on the floor helping. And I look at Jimmy, and he does a pose. And I just start laughing. Because what the fuck am I doing? Now, we have what goes on to be a great match. Ten and a half minute Nora Barbwire match. The brilliant, incomparable Speedball McBailey 
goes, you know, Effie, I think, uh, I don't think this match should be any longer than eight minutes, you know? I was like, you know what, Speedball? I 100% agree with you. Is he Canadian? He is French Canadian. French first, Canadian second. He's, it's a, it's That changes everything. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's wild style. He's incredible. He had a really good match with Mieto Extremo and then a crazy match with Nick Gage Saturday night. Just unstoppable. A fan tried to mess with him and he made a whole video on his Twitch that's very long and in detail about how much in danger this man was and that Mike Bailey had full control of the situation and that future deeds would not go unpunished. It was, he even had like charts with the line. Have you seen the, the recent you put the line on the people like, you know, he's crossing his legs, it's cock shame and like you're yeah. bending towards the woman kind of thing. Yeah. He, he did that, but like, look at where my leg is positioned. This man is in serious That's danger. That's really funny. It's incredible. That's I love really it. funny. Wait, are you talking about the guy that was like, you're a beta male if you're leaning yeah, into yeah, your yeah. partner? Fuck, yeah, but they've, they've fuck sort of memed it out now. Yeah, bullshit. they've sort of memed it all the way out now. Uh, it means you like someone. God damn it. It's okay to like people. It's okay to like people. And it's okay to uh, give your partner dominance no matter the gender in certain situations. It's a give and take. You know what I mean? As someone who took portraits of people that are supposedly in love, nonsense. Like, <laughs> total and fucking nonsense. Nonsense, folks. You heard it here first. Uh, I don't think we're going to have a mini show this week, Peter. Uh, sadly, I wish we could. Maybe we'll record tomorrow. Maybe I'll be in a better place to do it. I'm very confused right now. And that's okay. That's okay. But I want to thank all our Patreon people so far. It, it's not going anywhere. I'm just, sometimes I need to go, Ugh. And they seem to be very understanding. And Peter, also, you've been very uh, helpful in doing everything on that Patreon. The videos are coming back from me. They will be back. Uh, I finished filming The Life Of, so we're done with that. We'll see how long it takes. I, it could take a year, honestly, because it's a lot of footage. Um, I kind of went through the weekend a little bit. But I feel like I skipped some things. Everything else was normal. I stayed in hotels. I did not gamble. I ate a Subway sandwich. I walked into Subway at 10 a.m. Saturday morning in Las Vegas. Before No, this was Friday morning because I got to Vegas Thursday night. And I walked in and I was a little confused and been up pretty late. And I'm looking at the sandwiches. And he goes, do you know what you want? I said, I don't know. He goes, I know what you want. And I said, what is that? And he said, you want a boss? That's got meatballs and pepperoni. And I said, yeah, you're right. And he made me that sandwich. And I trusted him in that. Think about the Subway Las Vegas. That man has seen everybody. And guess what? Boom. We were also, we were in an elevator at one point. I was with Jordan Oliver. He was wearing a very nice outfit. And it featured a taupe kind of jacket. A very old gentleman got in the elevator with us who also had a very nice jacket. And they looked similar. And they made the joke like, Whoa, look at us. Cool jackets. And then the old man had a full cup of some kind of liquor. And he said, here, have some, kid. And Jordan said, no. And I said, come on, Jordan. What if that's you from the future? He said, you're right. And he did it. He said, it tasted like oranges. And I don't know, maybe we saw him from the future. Maybe it was a sign. But he went for it. Sometimes you got to go for it when the future gives you a sign. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I was cold. I was outside a lot. I was sore. My back was hurting. Matt Justice sprayed a whole can of new skin on my back to cover up the wounds after the match. And then the doctor said, uh, why would you do that? I went to the doctor to look at my back just to be sure. And she said, you know, it's not that bad. 
but what is all this shit all over it? I was like, it's new skin. She's like, don't do that. So next time I'm just going to bandage it with some petroleum-based something. I don't know. Uh, came home on Sunday. AJ wasn't back yet. He had been visiting his parents. He had to deal with the dogs all weekend. What a what an angel. What an absolute angel. They were booked up at the boarding. I couldn't do anything. Uh, and uh, I went to bed, man. And I did my laundry, and I reflected. I said, man, jumping back in, excited, back on the road. I said, whew. I could see every part of it that uh, I typically don't enjoy. It was highlighted. I don't think that's all the time. But I also think I came home, and now I'm in a place where I'm going to be doing some planning this week and figuring some things out and taking some responsibilities. And uh, sometimes you got to wade through a little more bullshit to end up cleaning your legs off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you you know, we kind of spoke before this, and I'm trying to be open with Peter because it's good to chat with your friends even if you don't know what's going on. It helps. It helps you process. What did you say earlier from the from the Pisces? They said that most things can be cured with... Uh, well, most things can be cured with sleep, weed, or food. And I added one more. Talking. 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 Maybe not everyone needs that one, but I definitely do. And mm. I have a tendency sometimes, even though I share everything, to sort of, sometimes I'll box it off. And uh, sometimes you got to just deal with shit. And you got to jump on it. And it's uncomfortable. And it's not fun. And it's stupid. But you got to be stupid sometimes. You know? Mm-hmm. You got to go, well, why do I, am I the only one who thinks it's stupid? Okay. Well, then I'm wrong. So I need to just suck it up. I'm going to suck it up, Peter. Sorry, I've talked over you a lot, but you've helped me through here. All good. Do you want to do questions? Maybe one. Maybe one? Okay. Yeah. Should we do more than that? I don't know. If you give me a second, I may agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you, totally up to you. Uh, we can just talk about our sight and sound for the mini-sode. We don't have to do a mini-sode. We don't have to do anything. We could end it right now. Um, we could delete the episode. No, do a question and see how I feel. We can delete the episode. I love that. He's open to all options, folks. Did you see the wonderful photo of us for the questions this week with Lucy yelling at the two of us? Lucy just giving us the love. We did have some folks concerned that we both fell off the wagon alcohol-wise, though. Oh, with with, there was some... The the root beer and the energy drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, folks, that is... I have no desire. I have no desire to have any more alcohol in my life. Okay, well, let's, since we're feeling a little introspective and reflective, uh, this is from Charles. I was surprised to hear Effie mention being afraid of tuxedos on Monday Not Raw, because I think of Effie as fearless. What else does Effie fear? And you fear tuxedos? I I really don't like being in clothing with accessories. Yeah. Okay. And they're very expensive. So a cummerbund is a bridge too far. I think it goes back to like my viola days. Yeah. And having to wear cummerbunds and bow ties yeah. and cummerbund shirts. Are ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's the the source of the trauma in that. And it just feels like every time you every time you wear a tuxedo, you have to act fake. I don't care who mm-hmm. wants to argue this as long as they want to. There's nothing natural 
about it. You know what I mean? It's you had to really go through a day long process for me to get this thing going. Uh, you had to steam it and dry clean it, and there's there's a lot going on. Cufflinks? How long does it take you to put cufflinks on? Idiotic. So yeah, it's something that uh, I I I have put a a, a portion of like this is going to put you in emotional duress if you're in it anyway, and it's complicated. Mm-hmm. I own a tuxedo. We own tuxedos together, but you know it. They're not my favorite thing. What else am I scared of? Uh, I think uh, being. I think I'm scared that uh, I was wrong. I make a lot of bold. I make a lot of bold statements. I've proven myself right many, many times on many things. But I think in building, in the long term, I don't want to be wrong. And I'm not saying about what exactly, but sort of the bigger picture of what I've looked at business-wise and what I'm doing. And I don't think I'm going to be wrong. I think I'm going to be right. I think I'm. There's certain calluses being built on me that are going to be beneficial in the long run for expanding and kind of doing what I'm doing. Uh, so it's good. I'm I'm in a reflective week, obviously, but I want to I want to jump down on it. I don't want my personal faults to be the problem of proving the experiment that I'm doing mm-hmm. correct or incorrect. You know, I don't want to say, well, it's impossible, but it's because I'm an idiot. I mean, I am an idiot. It's the best thing I ever told myself. I wake up every day. You're such an idiot, and so is everyone else. Just like, give them a second. Be an idiot sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say that. Peter, what are you scared of? Um. Hmm. Not much. Good. Yeah. That one gets less and less. I just want to make sure when I'm scared, if I'm scared of things, I'm not acting like I'm not scared of them. Yeah. I don't think being scared of something means that you're not going to face it or handle it, but it gives you a better way of assessing it. What is paralyzing me here? Yeah. I think I get pretty in tune with what is scaring me, and that's usually the opportunity to go ahead and face that dragon. Yeah. It's a hell of a dragon. Hell of a dragon.